0: And welcome to episode forty-eight. Wait, just out of curiosity, and I know I'm recording. Why do I? Why am I the one that does this every week?
1: Because you Cause always we want just you to. push the
0: button. Well, that's two well, good I reasons. I push the button. Okay. You Do push the button. I do. I do.
1: Welcome I can do to episode the intro four. next week. If you don't want to do it next week, I can do it next week. I'll do it. I'll, you, oh, you'll do it. It won't be as sexy as you. I promise you that. But that's okay. If you don't want to do it. No. I'm just
0: cur- I'm just curious. So, for those of you still listening after 30 seconds, <laughs> thank you. We appreciate it. Welcome to episode 48 of Ripping the Rack Podcast. I am one-third of your hosts. Tri-host, host, Tri-force, tri-force tri-host. tri-host.
1: The triforce.
0: force Tri-force. Tri-force, Tri-host. Uh, I am Tim. With me today, my Tri-host third leg. I'm going third
1: leg first. Maki Pins. What's up, guys? How How you doing, doing, buddy? All right. Good to see you guys.
0: Good to see you too. And our second leg of the Triforce Tri Host, Mr. Brian. How are you, buddy? Not too bad,
2: Tim. How are you? How is everybody? Happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday.
1: I'm tired. I am too. I didn't even bowl yesterday and I'm tired. It's Tuesday. Tacos for dinner later tonight at my house. You guys want to come down? Yep. Ooh, Taco, Taco Tuesday! Taco Tuesday, baby! Taco Every Tuesday. Every single week. I love it.
0: I, if I could, uh, if I could get down there uh, in a reasonable amount of time and back home before Angie gets out of work, I'd be there.
2: Well, we probably bowl a league at Riverwalk if we. But could I'd probably
1: that. bowl a league at Riverwalk. How convenient! I have a Tuesday night speed league. Oh, <laughs> you guys should join the league next year. I'll we- feed you tacos, and you can bowl <laughs> the league, and it'll be a gigantic oh. shit show. All God, right.
0: that'd be awesome. Actually, that would be fun. It really would be. Uh
1: oh. I, I, I am trying to expand the league next year from doubles to triples.
0: I, I, would, I would love to. Um, I don't know as if uh, driving three hours for a one league. It's a long, you guys, long just,
2: way. you guys just froze on me. That's why I said, uh oh. And I'm just like Uh-oh.
1: staring at two very frozen screens. And I'm like,
2: oh, fro- we still frozen. Oh, no, I can see you now. Oh. Did it
1: come back? All right. Everything's good.
0: See, I, I did yep. that to Brian earlier. Is he thought I was frozen and then I just went now like this. I'm, now I'm paranoid. And didn't move at all. And he's like, oh my God, you froze. I said, no, I didn't. <laughs> April Fools. April Fools. Uh, so we had a small tournament Sunday at Lita. Yeah, Link. I heard there
1: was a thing somewhere up at Lita. Was it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. There was a, there was a thing. Um, you guys just froze again. That's why I was quiet and not moving. I'm sorry. It's oh. terrible. Dude, you might want to. It's perfectly fine for me. So you may want to uh, check your uh, interwebs. I will. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Or or stop doing updates while we're recording.
2: Uh, there's no updates. They finished. Just go. Oh, okay.
0: Come on. Okay. Well, wow. Uh, so first, I'd like to congratulate Mr. Chris Mural. On his uh victory yesterday. Um, he did something that I don't think anyone thought. Um, and that was he went over twenty-five fifty. He was uh, he went twenty five eighty. Mm-hmm. One twenty nine average, which for Lita Lane's right now is uh
1: amazing. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Um, I was watching some video of the guys bowling, they the pins were moving pretty good. Uh, Friday night when we were there, we walked in, the decks were slicked up, and and there were some good scores in there on Friday night for the Pro League, too, so I'm sure they might have retouched them up to get some good pinfall. Um, I did predict on Facebook that nobody would go over 2,500. I was kind of right. Out of 68, only two guys did. Chris, who ended up winning, which was awesome. I was happy to see him win. Uh, Sorrette came in second, not far behind him, also over 25. But uh, two out of... 68 bowlers. Only two average more than 125.
0: So, I'm going to go on record, if I remember correctly, out of the five guys that I said would finish up near the top, Mm -hmm. or either win or up around that, I I had chosen five guys, uh, four of them finished second, third, fourth, and fifth, and the other one finished eighth. So, I would think my prognosis my prognosticating ability is uh, uh, better than my English.
2: So, so what are you like, like Timostotle? Is is that what you are? Yeah,
1: you can just call me Timistotle Can you pick some lottery numbers for me? Because like I need some new pins in this place. Like, can you help a brother out a little <laughs> bit with that? Yeah, you can hey, do that. hey you pa- can do that. Powerball's shit, like, getting no, up there. That's well, what I'm saying.
0: I tell you what, if I went, I can't remember if it's Mega Millions or Powerball. One of them is getting up there. Powerball. Uh, if I, I thought it was mega millions, but what, it doesn't really matter. One of them. I, one of them's Either over way, 100, it's
1: a lot of friggin' money. It's a lot <laughs> of money.
0: Uh, if I won Mike, I tell you what, you would get new pins.
1: I love your I face, won. brother. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. That would be great. That would be and great.
0: That, and I might even bowl the league there next year.
1: I'll feed you tacos. <laughs> yes, you I'll will. Feed, oh, I'll yes. bring tacos every Tuesday night. I'll bring them.
0: So I, 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 talked, to, uh, I talked to Chris a little bit today. Um, to, you know, seeing you how he was doing stuff like that. Uh, you know, asked him, uh, asked him a few reporter-type questions uh, just because uh, – and I do have one question, though, before I get into this. Uh, Aaron Merrill had asked me, uh, it sh- has anyone ever led it from wire to wire that you know of?
1: The year I, feel like, I feel like we lost Brian. I, we did lose Brian. Yes, we okay. did. Uh, he was saying earlier, the internet's been spotty. Yeah. I know the year that Boudreaux won it, uh, Boudreaux won it, I, I can't remember if it was like 15 or 16, but he was leading for the majority of it at, at the very least. Um, I don't know if anybody's gone wire to wire. If there's any crazy stats people out there that have books from that far back, that would be I'd, a great thing to chime I'd in let us know. I'd love to know if, like,
0: if Atkins maybe did it when he set the record.
1: It's entirely possible. I I I don't know if anybody's done it. Wyatt Hawaii.
0: Um, Chris led it from game seven on.
1: He did. That's pretty dominant. That's That's, yes, it is.
0: That's that's pretty impressive. Um, you know his his uh, front five. You know he he struggled a little bit. Um, you know one thirty one, one hundred three, one hundred six. And then this is his next what, seven strings, he goes 130, 140, 145, 151, 121, 161, 137. That's a lot of marks. That's a lot That'll of gonna marks. gonna
1: put you back into a lot of contention. Yep. <laughs> no matter yep. where you are.
0: No matter where you are. Um, and then he came out 23, 26, 28, 23. Uh, he threw a 111 in the 15th string, and I was like, okay, this was his first time bowling Easter. I'm like, okay. he hit the wall. You know, 15th string. He's never bowled 20 strings before. Uh, and then he killed that with a 145. Mm-hmm. And then he follows it up with a 105. And I said, okay, there it is. There, there it is. Sorette comes out with a 152 against that 105. And I said, oh, Surrett's making his move. And what does Chris do? He goes 122, 163 to put a nail in the coffin. Um, I was talking to him about that 163. I was asking him. I said, "So what were you thinking, going into the 19th string? Um, you know, his his uh, had the lead. He had a decent lead. Actually, it, it had been cut in. I think he was what, like 30 pins at that point, something like that. So,
2: yeah, shredded made a
0: charge. Shredded made a charge. It, it, a charge it, it was I, as
1: high as like almost 60 or 70 at one point. Right. It was up there."
0: Right. It, well, it was 70, and then that's when Surrett threw the 150 to his 106, 109, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Uh, so I asked him, I said, what were you thinking at the start of the 19th string? And he goes, uh, and this is what he says to me, he goes, uh, I was thinking two more good strings, and I win the Easter Classic. He goes, I knew Surrett was right there, so I couldn't make any mistakes. And then, he, and then I didn't realize he threw a triple in that 163. He was 60 at the half. And went spare triple. Um,
2: That's a hell of a way to... Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that right there, uh, um, you know, obviously gave him short of Threat going miracle string. Which he could do. Which he could do. Seen him do it. We've all Many seen times. him do it. Many Yep. Um, you know, so I... Because I, I knew also this was his first... Uh, his first Easter classic. So I, so I asked him, I said, you know, we you think you'd be more tired or sore or were you really just kind of in the moment and didn't really feel anything? Um, kind of towards the end. Wait, uh, wait,
1: wait, wait. He won he that? M- this m- was mirror. his first? No, I yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this he'd was never Merrill's first ever?
0: Yeah, he'd yeah. never bowled the Easter classic. And he turns around and wins a damn thing.
1: So he's one for one. No, yes. retire, bro. You're good. You're good. <laughs> it's not going to get any better well, I, than that. Holy shit. I told him it
0: was a tainted victory. And I put it on his Facebook page. It's a tainted victory because I didn't bowl. <laughs> so he can't. He can't say he's beat everybody. You didn't bowl. I didn't bowl. Brian didn't bowl. I mean, it's tainted. It's it's you know fake news.
2: Oh, oh okay. You, you <laughs> can say that, I guess. You, you can drive your c- car with your feet if you want to. It doesn't make it a good idea.
0: That's true. So I just asked him. I said, you know. Obviously, he, he was sore today. and um, I would one, imagine. I can't
2: imagine he, the pain.
1: It's rough. He,
0: he said, he goes, once he got through strings 13 and 14, he goes, somewhere in that area, he goes, it was all adrenaline from that point on. Uh, he did say, he goes, I did think I'd be more sore, but he was actually more tired. Uh, and then he kind of laughed. He goes, it was past his bedtime. I mean. Dude gets up dude at like 2 o'clock in the he morning. He gets up at 2 in the morning to go
1: work. And I think they started the 20th string at, like, midnight? Something like, like that. I mean, y- yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that's a tie-tie boy that's still throwing hammers all over the place.
0: So then he bowled, because uh, we taped taping this uh, the night before. We we're taping this on Monday night, for those of you that don't quite understand how this works. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went out and bowled five strings today at uh, Stars and Strikes in the House Championship qualifier or whatever, and goes 675. Are, are you spots. kidding me? No. Yep. My God. With no. all that practice he had on Sunday, he should have got 700. Hey, you stole my line.
2: <laughs> I did.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. My God.
0: Yes. So that, that's going to lead me to. How, how, yeah, did his hand, how was his hand even
2: able to hold a bowling ball and throw it today with rotation? Like, how did his fingers
1: just not fall off? More often than not, that's the worst part. You can, like, the body aches suck. Yes, there's Tylenol and Aleve for those things. You could take a few extras. You know, you can do what you do to manage your own personal pain. But the fingertips is what always killed me for, like, a week after the Classic. It is so hard to even hold a ball. Like, let alone my shoulder killing me or, you know, your legs hurting or everything just being sore. Your fingertips feel like there's just little knives and razor blades all in the tops of them. To the point where I don't even want to look at a ball. My finger hurts if I even look at a ball for a week. Then he picks it up tonight, those five games, and almost hits 700. Yeah. That is legendary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is legendary.
0: So that's going to lead me to a question. Um, and I talked to Chris about this, and Chris knows that I'm going to bring this up. Okay. Uh-oh. Um, someone asked me, and I'm going to leave names out of this because uh, honestly, I don't know the person. I apologize. I don't know them. Um, is it time that, the, that we start talking about Chris, Miller, Chris Merrill being one of the greatest bowlers from the state of Maine? So I want people to kind of put a time out here real quick. Chris Merrill is a great bowler. I'm saying it. I'm on record. Mm-hmm. I've told Chris this. Chris Merrill is not remotely close to being one of the greatest bowlers from the state of the Maine yet. He has been a great bowler for three years. That's it. He was a good bowler for a couple of years before that.
1: Right. He is very on his way. Yes. Um, I roomed with Chris personally in 2016 when we went to the Worlds. Yep. And... I enjoyed every moment I spent with Chris. He's a great dude. And even then, you could tell that there was something there. He was one of those guys that you call sneaky good at the time. You didn't know where he was going to come from, but real quick, there could have been a 130 thrown in your face and you didn't even see it covered. Yep. Um, he is very good as a bullet. One of the greatest? Not yet. That it's was hard an- to call any of us one of the greatest that haven't had at least a 10-year career yet.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that was kind of my whole point where, where, you know, and I told Chris, again, I'm being upfront with everybody. I have had this conversation with Chris Merrill. Matter of fact, I had it earlier tonight that I was going to bring this up and I was going to talk about this. To me, to be considered one of the greatest bowlers, I don't care if it's from Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Canada, wherever. There has to be longevity involved. Yep. Fact. We all know tens of people who were great for three, four, five years and then fell off the face of the earth. Or were great for four or five years and then just said, hey, I don't really care anymore. Mm-hmm. and became good yeah
1: like the fire in the belly goes out yeah. after a while yeah and it's tough keeping that fire in the belly for that long I, but to be labeled as one of the greatest i you must
0: i yeah i caution people to be one of the greatest you are you are foisting greatness on someone that may not be ready for it. Mentally, emotionally, whatever, physically, whatever. Charlie Milan is one of the greatest ever from the state of Maine, and he bowled for 50-plus years.
1: I would say he's just, just flat out one of the greatest I mean, ever.
0: Well, uh, me too. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm just talking, you know, when people say one of the great... You know, Russ Neely mm-hmm. is one of the greatest from the state of Maine, longevity, Al Joy, longevity,
2: you know, Mm -hmm. you know,
0: Holbrook longevity. Yes. Um, you know, you start going down the line and you look at people that you don't really think of
1: having longevity until you realize like Sean Baker, I was just going to bring him up personally himself. Yes.
0: People don't realize, like I didn't even realize it until I was looking back through records. Like his first worlds was like 94 I think something like that, ninety
1: four, ninety five. He was like twenty years old. We were just talking. Actually, we were just bowling against each other. He was saying he's forty five, yeah. and he's been bowling for like twenty five years professionally. Right. You have to put a guy like him with that long of a career, his accolades that he have, as one of the greatest ever. He's got a yes. twenty year plus yeah. career, and he's not even done. He's in the prime of it right he's now. Not, That's a he scary. Is part. Not, he is
0: not even done. Not even uh, close,
1: you, Sarge. You know, yep. Yes. He may be done. I think he's done, but I, you have to put him as one of the greatest.
2: Right. Because he, he's another guy that started, a lo- like, longer ago than we think.
1: Yeah, I think it was, what, mid-'90s? Yeah. There's this, this video of him bowling on the oh, old, early as far ni- early back 90s. as I can find. Yeah, it was, like, 1993 yeah. out of the old WNDS show out of Park Place back in the day. Yeah.
2: He wins, the, like, the 92 or 93 knockout. Mm-hmm. In one of the folders I have.
0: When you when you look, so this is what I want, and 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 I I told Chris this. This is something that that you know my my, and he laughed. He goes, I still his exact words. I'm reading it right now. I still have a long way to go for that, you know. And he laughed. He's
1: right because he's right. And
0: I said that's my point. And I told him, you have potential to be one of the greats. And I firmly believe that he has potential to be one of the greats of the game. But it also takes longevity to be one of the greatest.
1: And success over and, that longevity. And
0: success over that yeah. longevity.
1: Yeah, you could be yeah, me. there for 20 years, but you, you had to have had your name on top more than a bunch of times to be like, yo, he's mm-hmm. one of the greatest ever. Absolutely, from a uh, state overall, it doesn't matter.
0: Right, and that's and that's what it, you know, and that's what I told him. Look, lots of guys are great for five to ten years. It's the ones that are great for twenty to thirty that separate themselves from the others. Yeah. And is he right now the best bowler in the state of Maine? My answer is yes.
1: Hard to he argue. Put, he just put a twenty-pointer on the board,
0: and I'm putting him above me, and I'm putting him above Mark Carrier, Brian Purdy, Mark Smith, Cole, Cole Fry, Mark Smith. I mean, there's these from the state of Maine. You know, Mark Weber's an up-and-comer. He's not there yet, but he's an up-and-comer.
1: I would argue the Mark Carrier point. I, I would argue that Mark has Mark was the face of the game. For a little while there, he did the crossover with the PBA guys. He was the ICBA's guy to represent Candlepin. The man has two singles knockouts wins. Um, You could make a big case that Mark was already where Chris is now and still putting his name on top of a lot of other things as one of those younger guys still in their 30s like in in mine and B's generation, Mm -hmm. that is going to have success for a longer period of time. Chris is starting to taste it now. I, I would love to have a 10-string match and watch the two of them go at it for 10 games. That would be a good way to answer the question, who's greatest right now. I would definitely put an argument can, on Mark Carrier's side for can, it.
0: Can I have a piece of that match? Because I'm just saying. Bring it. There might be yeah. some of the things that I've done that they haven't.
1: And, and I agree.
0: And there are some things they've done that I haven't. So I still have some gas left in the tank. Are,
2: are we going to do so, a special R- ripping I'm the not, right grudge match? I
0: am not saying, and I, I hope people understand by me saying this, I am not saying that I am a better bowler than Mark Carrier or Chris Merrill. I'm not. I am saying I could be. I will let other people
1: judge that, but right now, but right now, right now,
0: I I'll tell you right now,
1: you were in your hottest. It's Mm -hmm. it's it's just it's the circle of the generations coming going forward and around. I I tell you I I I'll tell
0: you they are two of my favorite people to watch coming from the state of Maine right now. Oh yeah,
2: it's always fun to watch those two guys go.
0: I I love watching Chris and Mark. I love just like I like watching Cole. Cole's got mm-hmm. a lot of potential.
1: He sticks with it. He's going to be good. He's yep. going to be very good. He's already very good. For a long time. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: All right. He's only 20, what, 21, 22, 20? Somewhere in Is there, yeah. 21? I don't know. That's a good question. I think he's 21. I don't know. Let's just call him 21. Um, I don't know. Maybe he isn't. Maybe he's only 20. Who the hell knows? So I think I've but...
1: lost you guys?
0: No, I see you. No, you're frozen. Did I froze okay. out of the
1: call this time?
0: You're frozen, but I can hear you.
1: No, I got full internet.
0: Um, but you've but you frozen. So anyway. He, he probably there can't he hear is. us. Back. But, oh, there nope. he is. He's back he's, now.
1: He's back. So here, look. Did I lose you guys, or did you guys lose me? No, you we froze. lost you. You froze.
2: We can hear you, oh. though.
1: Yeah, we, oh. we can okay. hear you. So I
0: know we kind of went around Robin Hood's barn here and everything else. My whole point to this and i hope people understand and honestly do i care if people get offended not really cuz i don't think i've done anything to offend anyone
1: but we're all adults here
0: chris merrill is just not the bowl. great it's not in the conversation is one of the greatest bowlers from the state of maine yet so it's
1: too soon right. it's too soon so that's people all.
0: need to just right. relax pump the brakes pump the brakes He's on a great fucking run right now. Yeah. He is on Hell a great yeah. run and it's not
2: ending anytime soon. No.
0: No. And I t- I'll tell you what. I I am looking forward to the eliminations next month. The main state eliminations uh are the middle of middle of May. It's a, it's a weekend long tournament this year. Uh unfortunately it's not in uh what I would call one of the better houses for this. It should be in Augusta or something like that where it would be more centrally located, uh, but it is close enough to my home where it's only twenty minute, twenty five minute ride for me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy. It's, uh, tournament. Tournament. Walde- Walde- it's in Waldeboro, Maine. I'll, all play in Waldoborough.
2: No, I've never been there. Sammy's
0: entertainment. Oh, I'm is sorry. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Former. I'll play. Formerly De Patsy's. Oh um, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's an interesting house. It's a tough house. All synthetic.
1: All I was synthetic. about to say, is that the, the full synthetic house?
0: All synthetic. You um, show
1: up with two knees and you only leave with half of one?
0: Well, I don't know. The last time I was here, it was so slippery that I needed yeah. to. Uh, I wanted to put on ice ice skates.
1: And well, That's the other thing that happens to synthetic approaches. It's well, the either, problem is
0: you tell them
2: it's sticky and then they go over and they spray this stuff down and they're like, wait a minute. And then you just
0: go. Mm-hmm. Sure slide or whatever it is. Whatever it is, it's it's. I'm sorry, but but synthetic. I
1: hate synthetic approaches. I hate, the, I'll the the I hate them. I'll take synthetic lanes. I can deal with synthetic lanes. Agree. Synthetic lanes. I'm fine with that. It, I'm it's fine quirky. with it. The decks. Yeah. Synthetic decks are a little quirky, but we can we can work around it. Good shooting, good targeting, accuracy. You, you can get around it. It's different than steel. You know, it, it's not the same game on a synthetic deck or steel decks. It's different. The synthetic lanes, okay, fine. If, if, they really, if you throw a curveball, it could change your mechanics, I guess, a little bit. But, yo, when you take away the wood floor, now i get a to slide on plastic, and I'm either going to stick and break my knee, or I'm going to slide all the way out beyond the arrows. Um, no. Yeah. Yep. No.
0: And, and it's automatic scoring. And mm-hmm. I just I, – I, I'm not a fan of automatic scoring for tournament play in Candlepin Bowling. Mm-hmm. give me semi-automatic I'm perfectly fine with matter of fact I, I would rather have semi-automatic than paper because 9 times out of 10 the semi-automatic the only time you have an error is because someone pressed a button wrong
2: and then it's 3 buttons to fix and then okay. it's 3
0: buttons to fix
1: it takes all the addition what errors about uh, Tim, or any yeah. of that out of play
2: Yes. what about automatic scoring with the automatic resets turned off
1: nope hate it that's the part that really bugs me. I can get around automatic scoring. Just pay attention. I don't yeah. like it when it resets my lane for me. There's supposed to be an unlimited amount of time for pin action. After the third ball is thrown, I push the button when my box is over. I don't like it. I have to run for the halt button or something silly to make sure that the gate don't come down. Nah, it's stupid.
0: It's yeah, stupid. Don't it like belongs
1: it. in 10-pin. It belongs in don't, 10-pin. I, does I just, I just
0: don't like automatic scoring for candle-pin bowling. It's not... Mm-hmm. It's it's not um, foolproof enough, I guess, is, is what I would – maybe that's the wrong word to use, but um, too many errors. Too many so, errors.
2: So automatic scoring, Tim, leads me into how is this going to work in the Worlds next year, as we know the Worlds are in Lita lanes. Look <sighs> at that segue. So we –
1: Bold last year, I'll, I'll start with this and I'll describe the differences in different automatics. Uh, we bowled the. Um, the, the, the Candlepins for cancer. The correct way to call it. Right, the Candlepins for cancer. Uh, right. American Championships. Yeah. American Some Invitational. Domestic. Right, it was not the world's as we think of it. The format was very similar, but it was a very different atmosphere. It wasn't really the world's. However, Portsmouth Bolarama has 100% automatic score. Now, they also have the little screen at the table where if the machine messes up and it gives you an 8 when you should have got a 9, you can do the correction right there. Yep. yep. You can fix it at your lane. Everybody looks at everybody and goes, yeah, no, 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 he got a 9. Just, just fix it. And somebody fixes it. And the guy got a 9, and we move on with our lives. The scoring system that is in at Lita Lanes, same scoring system that's in at Wooten Bolodrome used to be at Charles Street Bowl in Malden, Massachusetts, which is gone now, is what they call pro score. You have three buttons on the table. It's skip, it is reset, and this halt. The only way to make any kind of scoring correction is to go to the desk and have somebody at the desk make the correction for you. Oh. And we went through this a few years ago. We bowled the Mixed Worlds. Yep. Uh, the Mixed World Championships. Yep. Three men, two women, one guy under 120 average. Great tournament. Love everything about it. With that particular scoring system, the the factors of substituting bowlers in and out um, becomes a little crazy. Getting the right person's name in at the beginning of a string becomes crazy because you have to go to the counter, wait in line. They have to put that person in. Um, The idea of having a score correction, you have to stand at the counter, you have to wait your turn to get a score correction done. Uh, they're going to have twenty-four lanes going of teams, and they have two computers they can make score changes on. Uh, those odds are not in our favor, as no. the bowlers and as the competitors. We went through this problem and this process basically, and it became a problem It was very, very. It made was aware. a
0: huge problem in the mixed worlds. We didn't get out of there. So number one, the time it adds on. We started. We incredible. started at nine o'clock Saturday morning. We did not leave until just after midnight, Saturday night. And then we're back in there at 9 o'clock Sunday morning. And we did not get done until almost 9 o'clock Sunday night. That was just for one weekend tournament.
1: Yeah. you are One string round one robins. One, one string, string matches. Yes. Should have been an hour a game. Yes. An hour a game is nine out of ten times when we have these tournaments where they're like one-string situations. Even Worlds matches, even Friday night Pro League matches, three strings. A match lasts about three hours. They start at 8 o'clock, and we would get down around 11. Here we get down a little faster at Riverwalk because the machines are a little faster. We get down 10.30, 10.40. But all in all, all things considered, on average, you're looking at 50 minutes to an hour. We were averaging an hour and 20 minutes for every yes. string.
0: So now you are looking at four-hour matches. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's the other Three thing. Three a day.
2: Well, here's the other thing. You can't start matches either when you get done. Like if both teams are ready, mm-hmm. you, like, you just can't jump in and start your match like we're used to. You now nope. have to wait for all the computers to be done to
0: reset. Correct. Yep. So <coughs> my question, and here's the thing is, I do like going to these different houses. For this tournament. Mm -hmm. I do. I enjoy it. I enjoy going to a different part of. New Hampshire. Massachusetts. Maine. uh, You know. Nova Scotia. New Brunswick. I I enjoyed that aspect. Okay. Before all I knew was Bangor. And Fredericton. And then Bangor. And then Halifax. Mm -hmm. And that was it. That's what I was used to. Once it transitioned to this new. The ICC or whatever, we, whatever it's now
1: called. Yep. International Candlepin Championship. Yep. As long as
2: they call it up in Canada the Intergalactic Candlepin Championship Challenge or something. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah
1: something like that.
0: I, I enjoyed moving away. I miss Bangor. I love bowling in Bangor. It's one of my favorite houses to bowl in. Agreed. I've always enjoyed bowling in it. I miss it. I was really looking forward to the world being there again. I understand why. I get it. You know, it is what it is. Can't lament on it. (coughs) So here's my question. Is there a way, if we're going to do Lita lanes, which we are, by all all accounts, that's what's going to happen. Can we do, can they put it in practice mode where you can press the button? and reset, and keep score on paper. Yes. That's
2: yes. the only logical way we do it.
0: I I think that's how it has yes. to be and done. You know and you, do? you know what you do? Otherwise, you're there from 9 in the morning to 9 at night every day. You
2: put a white – you put you get 12 whiteboards, and or no, six, and you just put them on each, each set of lanes – it's got each team's name on half of it, and you just write your totals at the end. That way people know what the match is. Those and machines. you guys probably can't hear me. No, no I yeah. can. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You froze on my end. But, yeah, and that's how you could just – that way people could just stand in the middle there because they got that great middle and just look at the whiteboards and be like, okay, that's that match. All right, over here, you know.
1: Those particular scoring systems, that pro score system, has a setting – in the back, along with the rest of the brain of the machine, how it's all tied in together with the cameras and such, to shut off camera activation. Okay. Uh, I used to play around with the ones at Wooten Bolodrome. They used to have the $30,000 Comcast show. You guys froze on my end again. I don't know if you can hear me, so I'm going to keep going. Oh, we can, yeah. Oh, you're we fine, can hear yeah. you just fine. They had that for the $30,000 Candlepin Challenge, and they would have the lanes turned on, and the machine shut off. The score machine shut off and you had to push your own button. It can absolutely be done. It's, it's part of the setup, unless they got a prototype setup that does not allow that, which I don't know if that's a thing. But um, it can be done. It can be done. It would be confusing and difficult for other people behind us watching the show to... or not watching the show, but watching the match. Well, yeah, watching the show too. But watching the match, it'd be very, very difficult for them to... Know who the what was you know who was winning or what the score was, but to be honest, at the worlds, it's more important that we know the score and we know what the thing is. So if there's any, anybody-
0: and we lost him, Brian, you there? Yeah, sorry, it
2: froze. Like-
0: yeah, I, the, man, the, I tell you what, the internet is very wonky tonight. Um, we had a huge outage affected the uh, northeast affected the north. The, actually all of the Northeast for spectrum. So um, my assumption is that's, that's what's causing this wonkiness. Um, I lost
2: you. You're froze on my end. Hello. There you are. You're back. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, everyone. Um, This is technical nightmare right now.
0: And that's okay. That's okay. So, you know, as we, as we, as Maki comes back, hopefully eventually soon, he joins us. Um, Scotty Esterbrooks asked a couple of questions that I'm going to pose to you.
1: Uh, The first one
0: being, what do you think is better? Two boxes at a time or five boxes at a time? Two. Okay. I like two. Do you think a high string is harder with a two-box style or a five-box style? Yes.
2: High strings for me are hard anyways. But uh, two boxes at a time is harder because it's harder and it see that's it's such a hard question. Because when you're five boxes at a time, you can hey, get buddy. some rhythm.
1: Hey Mark Hey guys, I don't know what the hell just happened. I was in the middle of talking, you guys were fine, and the next thing you know, everybody was frozen. I don't know what the hell's going on here. I never lost so, internet, so everything I, was still there. I don't know what's going
0: on. I'll tell you, I, I this is we talked a little bit about this when you dropped off. Um we had a massive uh internet outage uh and cable outage uh, that affected all Spectrum users in the Northeast. Uh, apparently, there were two fiber cuts tonight mm-hmm. somewhere along the lines that affected them. I guess it affected nationally, too, for, for Spectrum. Uh, I'm a Spectrum user. Brian's a Spectrum user. So my guess, Maki, is that the problem's not necessarily on your end.
1: Okay.
0: I'm guessing the problem is... Spectrums and which both Brian and I use. Yeah. Did you guys
1: drop a call, or did you guys keep going that whole time? Were you guys fine?
0: We kept
2: going. No, we froze a little
1: bit, but all right. I don't know what's going on. Whatever. We're back. We're fine. Yeah, Yeah, we're back. We're back. So,
0: so we'll we'll get back. We we asked a question, but we're going to get back to that question. So you can finish what you were talking about with um, the scoring. The scoring.
1: Yeah. So okay, back in the day when I first met Melissa, a long time ago, fifteen years ago. Um, at Wooten Bolodrome, they have that same scoring yep. system, the Pro Score, yep. And out, out in the back, where the brain is of the machine and everything else, where the whole computer box of the Pro Score is that hooks into the cameras and the whole nine yards, you can flip a little switch that says Pro Score on top, and then you flick it down and it says manual. It shuts off the cameras. It shuts off the whole ability of the scoring system to read pins and do anything. And now you are on full pencil and paper mode. It doesn't reset the machine for you anymore because the pro score resets the machine for you. It does not read pins. It doesn't do anything. It shuts off all of the mechanical part of what the cameras do. unless Now, unless Lita has a different version of that scoring system, right. I, I don't know. True, I've, right. I've never been back there, so that's a possibility. But it wouldn't make much sense if they made one version of it with and one version without. I'm willing to bet. That it does have the switch. You can shut it off. Because Wubin Bullardrome used to do a $30,000 challenge, right? Remember the old Comcast yes. show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I remember being there plenty of Saturday night. Before the show, the, before the taping day, I would go back with my good buddy Bobby Brown, one of the best coaches in the world, down at Wubin Bolodrome, And he taught me how to set decks. He taught me how to do a lot of things. But one of the last things that we would do is we would shut off the pro score. And now the machine was on just turn the switches on in the back to light up the machine, and you push the reset buttons on your ball return. If one of those systems have it, I'm willing to bet that most of them do. Now, that do- what that does is that's best for the bowlers. Yes, by far, those yep. of us wearing the shirts in the well, throwing mm-hmm. the balls, that's for us. What it does do is it makes it very difficult for the people behind us who are watching and enjoying the matches, our wives, our girlfriends, the spectators, the people who are at the lanes want to come down and watch a big match, whatever it is, it does take away that, oh, this is the score element of it. However, at what point do we call a compromise from, hey, it took an hour to do something like this because of that scoring, as opposed to like this match should have already been over. It's taking the bowlers out of their own focus. Now, this is our tournament. We pay to be there. We pay to have the shirts on our backs. I understand that these guys in the tournament committee have to find a fine line between the bowler's preferences and what's best for the tournament overall. Mm-hmm. Best for the tournament overall is having spectators there watching and cheering and making noise <coughs> and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, buying food and drinks at the bowling alley and supporting the lanes and stuff like that. However, without us being on the, on the lanes, doing our thing at the highest level humanly possible, You've now sacrificed the, 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 the bowler's wants and needs for those who are not wearing shirts, their wants and needs. And as somebody who is going to be wearing a shirt, I think our needs should be handled more so than other people who are watching. You can have somebody on the team that can, like B was saying a little while ago, put up whiteboards and put up the splits after every two boxes. Mm -hmm. Who's up by what pins? Who's up this? Now people can know. They can do the math in their own head. These two guys are bowling against each other. This guy got a spare nine. This guy got an eight box. Well, this guy just gained 11 pins on him. What's more important is the critical question. Is it the bowler's focus and concentration, or is it the fact that people behind us can see the scores? I think if you ask any of these bowlers, we would rather see telescores, like with the lights shining up, or we'd rather see pencil and paper. Or yep. copy, One of the
2: or copy score, button. the
1: semi automatic, right? Like right, yep. Academy yeah. and Bangor, right? All of those. Those are preferable, but those are a rare commodity nowadays. That they're, they're not as prevalent as they used to be.
2: So, it's I, something like this, wait, real quick, this leads me to something, Tim. Yep. Mark is talking about being comfortable, being in your element. Should we see if there are volunteers to be scorekeepers? They sit there, and that's what they do. They stay at the same set of lanes, and they just score. They get to watch so, the tournament.
1: I don't like, like that either. Your scorekeeper no. is your sixth man on the team, in my opinion.
2: This is coming from a professional scorekeeper, mind you. That's what I do.
1: <laughs> your scorekeeper, in, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people would say this, is the sixth man in the lineup. Sometimes there's the mojo and the juju of the scorekeeper. You change the scorekeeper, a guy jumps in and throws a double. Uh, I know it's superstition. I, I, I no, get that I, I, I subscribe
2: I, to it, dude.
0: I, I used I to keep the count a, from the first ball of every match.
1: I am a fan <coughs> of
0: the scorekeeper being a part of the team. I think it's important that it's that way. Um, it was just a question, not something no, I'd like to see, but just no, uh, it's not a bad question. I just, I just feel I like the look. Is Lita, if you take away the issues that they currently have, is Lita a good house for this?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Plenty of room, plenty of parking, good food, yep. good drinks, plenty of, pe- plenty of area to mill around. And there's plenty of room for people to stand and watch. Okay. Now, the second part of that being the issues that we as bowlers might think that Lita have. Pin, pinfall. Very well, if yesterday insip- was any, or if Sunday was well, any indication. Okay, that's, that's
1: basically. That is not the Lita that we bowl the pro league on on Friday nights. Right. That was Lita set up for Easter Classic.
2: Right. Why can't they set that up every day?
1: They if they might have to, they're going to have to. I don't want it sloppy and stupid, but right. you know, we've gone in there where you need bulldozers to drop eight on Friday night. It's rough. It's rough. There's Look at broken, the average sheet. Look at the average
0: sheets, dude. There's broken up- pins. We know, we know that they need some help with pins. I was, there for the, I was there for the Pro Series playoffs. What was that? Back in, I don't even remember when it was now. Was it was January? No, yeah, I think so. January, February, January—I don't know. Um, might even been December. Might even been December. I don't. I, all I know it was within the last five months is when mm-hmm. I was there for the Pro Series playoffs. I had no problem sliding. I've never had a problem sliding there.
1: Oh God, About, their approaches are yummy. I their, love approaches their approaches are approaches.
0: fantastic. Yes. Um. I I haven't seen an issue with the lanes, meaning the condition of the lanes. I know once you get, I think it's 17 and 18, there's like a little bit of, you know, a little bit of slope to them.
1: People say that there's also, yeah, slope going to the right. Some people say there's also slope on lanes one and two. One and two are my favorite lanes at Lita Lanes. I've I've always loved one and two, and I never noticed it. Some guys say they notice it. I don't personally. I only noticed it
0: on the approach, like. When I was yeah standing and when I was getting to the line, I was like, I'm fucking, I'm falling to the left. And that's when I realized that 18 was, the approach was a little bit sloped. Reminded me of a, reminded me of Lucky Strike and Gardner after they had the flood. Yeah. That's all, you know. You said you learned how to throw into the break. Yeah. You just got to learn how to, you know, breaks like this, okay, throw into it, you know. Um so we know the pins are an issue, but we know the cost of pins are prohibitive to outfitting forty lanes. They're ten bucks a pin, right? No, they're more than that.
1: Thirty-five.
0: Oh wow. Thirty-five
1: bucks a pin. A pin, if you're wow. not on the special Parella pricing level grid thing. Right.
0: Yes. You know, at at thirty-five, at thirty-five a pin, and twenty-five pins a, a, a well. I mean, that's yeah. eight hundred and seventy-five bucks. A lane, a lane. Yeah. times that by 40, and you're $35,000. Yes. I mean, you're the not going to – The will go, not make that. You're not going to go $35,000. So, so they need something – I don't know if they need to go through and just take out the broken pins and add a that's few what, here and there, something.
1: That's what i do. If you're going to have it at Lita, let's think of the logistics of it. There are two sides of 18. There's 36 lanes at Lita Lakes. So if you're going to have two sides of 12, or yep. even if, you, if we don't fill it at 24, I don't know. We're still in the pandemic and stuff. There still may not. I don't know. Let's even say on a minimal. Let's, two let's say tw-
0: no, let's say 24. Let's, let's okay. say we're going to have the full tournament. So okay. two sides of
1: 12. Okay. You do 12 on each side. You yep. have the left side and you a right side, 12 teams on each side. Now that gives you six extra lanes on the side to find as many good pins as you can to fill as many lanes as you can with all the pins that are not broken or sound like magic erasers when you hit yep. them. <laughs> and that's... I don't know how else to equate it. There have been some good first balls I've thrown and it hits the pin and and it just sounds like hitting a wet magic eraser with a bowling ball. Yep. Like punch a towel. Pick up a towel and punch <laughs> it. It's the same sound. Um, if you can combine all of the good ones that you have into 12 on each side. You'd be fine. Okay, okay game on.
0: You're, game you're on. fine. And game even on. if you had a couple extra left over, because now the, the beauty about Lita is you have warm-up lanes now. Yes. We're back to being able to have warm-up lanes. Mm-hmm. And as someone that's getting seasoned, uh, that's might be word. getting. I, I, I am seasoned. Mm-hmm. Having warm-up lanes is huge for me. I'm not, I can't just throw six bowling balls and be ah, fuck it, I'm ready to go. I can't. My body does not allow that anymore. Can I do it in the middle of a match or, you know, so I've warmed up for the first match and now you're in the second match. Could I do six? Yes. Because I've bowled previously. I've taken an hour or two off. I could do it then. But coming in cold and throwing, okay, you got six balls? No, I can't. My body just doesn't allow it. Mm-hmm. I need, I need four, five, six boxes mm-hmm. before yeah. my body is loose enough. And Brian sees this every Thursday night. It, it, I literally throw a string warming up because by the time I'm done, now I gotta wait for guys to throw a ball he
2: gets like, he just, he progressively like starts at the line, and he just yep. kind of progressively works his way back
1: on the approach. Until no, I understand. To, I, yeah. I, I, I'm yep. kind of getting to the same way. I'm about That's to take am already. a couple months, and it's it, I can't do the two boxes and I'm ready to go thing anymore at all. Nope. I need five, six boxes. Daily calls me old man all the time. Every once in a while I feel like one. Here yep. and there. I haven't thrown a ball in a couple of days, and I walk in and throw that first ball and just, ow. Wait, let me slow that down a little bit. Let me yep. get the old bones working a little bit mm-hmm. easier, you know? So,
0: for me, you know, I do the pros outweigh the cons with Lita. Yes, I do believe so. I just the two main issues for me
1: They're very are very big cons.
0: That's the problem.
1: They're very it's big the, cons.
0: It's the scoring in the pinfall. So, that's it's the it.
2: two essentials besides it, it the is. person throwing the it ball. It is.
0: But I'm talking about now the, the pros being. The comfort factor, meaning plenty of room, plenty of area. You got good food. You've got enough of that type of stuff. Yes. Okay.
1: The Can place is profile. set up perfect. It, it is set up perfect as a spectators' house that yes. wants to come and watch a great tournament. It's set up perfectly.
0: And the, the, and the, the, the plenty of side but, Yeah. And the, and there's plenty of hotels within ten minutes oh, yeah. of the bowling alley. And food mm-hmm. options. And food options, you know. And for those that don't, you know, for for those, you know, significant others that are coming to watch, the Merrimack outlets are right there, ten minutes away of the Merrimack outlets. I mean, let's face it. There's there's plenty of good, but it's that pinfall, meaning, is this that they going to be, fall down? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or and obviously the scoring, which is, to me, is the biggest issue that needs to be addressed. And uh, I, I, I do want to get Barber or Somerton or someone from the committee on here um, so we can discuss and figure out and hear it right from the committee's mouths on what, what, what has been promised. You know what I mean? Because we don't know. Maybe. Lita has said, hey, look, we're taking, we're taking a full month this summer mm-hmm. and we're redoing the lanes and we're getting new pins and we're doing all this, not just for the tournament, but for the business. We don't know that. Maybe they're doing it anyway.
1: True, true. You I'd know? rather bowl the world on literally brandy new pins. Done it, before.
0: Done it before.
1: I'm mm-hmm. averaging 113 up there on Friday nights, and it is not because I'm a 113 average bowler. Sean Baker is averaging 117. He is not a 117 average bowler. Brian Fuller is averaging 115. He is not a 115 average nope. bowler. Nope. Every one of us is averaging 10 to 12 pins less. Yep. Even here at my own league at Riverwalk, which is supposedly the dungeon of candle pins, right? It's loud and pins don't fall or anything like that. Okay, come on. I'm averaging close to 17 now in my league. Like, and that's, I know that even that's not great, but I started out like shit earlier this year. <laughs> But like I'm telling you right now, there are people bowling up there, and then they come here on Bowl My Speed League on Tuesday nights, and they're like, "Yeah, this is, this is better." That should not happen in a yeah. place. Mm. That should not happen. Yeah, should not happen.
0: So, Brian, what do you ultimately? What do you think about the tournament moving to Lita? What's What's your take on? I'm, this?
2: I mean, it's everything we already said. The two downfalls. It's very close. The pros, I think, do edge it a little bit with atmosphere. And hopefully they have, they have time to figure out the two big cons or at least have a plan to make it better, if not fix it 100%. So I hope they take the action to at least try and improve it before we get there. Because everything else we've said, the area, the stuff around, the hotels, the food, the shopping, the room, the space, it's all great. Mm -hmm. They just need to work on those two things And they
0: have the time to do it They have the notice By the way um, Sorry to interrupt Uh, We are going to have An undefeated team go down In the national championships For those of you that had Gonzaga Sucks to be you (laughs) This guy had Gonzaga Sucks to be me
1: Ouchville population you bro yeah. yeah,
0: ooh, bro. Not so, cool. Um, Quick question, Maki, before we wrap it up. Yes, um, sir. So. And Brian started to answer this, so I'm going to let Brian finish his first, and then we're going to jump to you. Uh, Scotty Estabrooks uh, sent us a question. Uh, it says, what do you think is better, two boxes at a time or five boxes at a time? Brian's already answered this, Maki. What do you think? <sighs>
1: I am not a huge fan of two boxes at a time. Um, I understand the tradition behind two boxes at a time. I completely respect the tradition of two boxes at a time. Um, There's a reason why I I can't speak for the boys and girls up north, but at least down here, when we bowl our speed leagues, there's a reason why we all love speed leagues, because they're five games, they're five boxes at a time. Scores are higher, averages are higher. Better bowlers bowl better in those leagues. Two boxes at a time also has a way of making you focus up that right now you only got two boxes to go get this done. I feel it is significantly higher, to, harder to score better in two at a time. I respect the hell out of that we bowl two boxes at a time on Friday nights in the, the pro league, the old travel league that hopefully is coming back this September. And when we bowl two boxes at a time at Worlds, in those big events that matter more than others, I do like two boxes at a time. However, down here in the States, almost everything we do is five boxes at a time now. At mm-hmm. the professional level, and even at the almost professional level, which like speed leagues are. You know what I mean? They're like almost there, but sometimes there's people in the leagues that like wouldn't be called professional yep. bowls. Yep. I think they, they both have their place, but in the highest levels of competition, it should always be two boxes at a time. I do feel it should be two boxes at a time. Mm-hmm. We do get that nice amalgam at the Worlds where we bowl Monday, we bowl the singles, knockout, five games, five at a time. That satisfies that. Scores are usually very good, very high in the singles, knockout. I think for that very reason. It's a lot easier to go 10-box strike and then throw a double if you got five at a time, then 10-box strike, and then sit out. And I'm not saying that you can't because, of course, you can. You can get up, yep. keep hitting the head pin, keep pounding it. Sure you can. Yep. It's a lot easier to do it at five at a time. They both have their places in my leagues. I like five at a time a lot. Yep. In my high-level competitions, I do like the two at a time.
0: Brian?
2: What he said. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Exactly
0: That's uh,
2: exactly what he said.
0: Scotty, I will answer yours from my point of view. Um, the two boxes at a time or five boxes at a time. I enjoy the two boxes at a time, I like he said, in – the worlds the mixed worlds um, I've never bowled the Friday Pro League uh, hopefully this coming year I will be a, 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 a super sub and will be get into a couple that will be fun uh, I do enjoy the two boxes at a time in those instances I actually like it better in the world at two boxes at a time because I find that you can't leave you can go to the bathroom you can go get a quick smoke you can go you know, get a drink, but you can't leave. No. Nope. Five boxes nope. at a time. Obviously, we've done world, you know, we've done, you know, leagues or, you know, tournaments, you know, like a state tournament or something like that where you're bowling five boxes at a time, you turn around and half your team's gone. And they're gone for 10 minutes because they have 10 minutes to kill and they're not going to stand there and wait to do that. It's like when I it's like, Brian Bowling with Brian on Thursday nights in our league. We just alternate keeping score. I sit down, keep score, and I keep score like this. I got my phone. Oh, nice shot. Oh, is that a spare? Oh, that was only <laughs> 10? Okay. You know. What box are you on? What, bo- what? Did I miss a box? I feel Wait, like I, I missed, missed a box. One- hey, what'd you get that last box? What'd you get? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or I got Tim's, that last box. Tim's the worst scorekeeper I am the worst score scorekeeper <laughs> ever. Um, so I do like two boxes at a time for that aspect of you're there, you're in the game, you're cheering. And if you're struggling, it's a hell of a lot easier to only bowl two boxes and then be like, okay, that sucked. It's done. I've got two boxes. Let's go. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. versus five boxes, and I just totally shit the bed in the first box, and now I've got four more? Great. Mm. Um, And I will agree that um, a higher string is easier with five boxes at a time versus Mm -hmm. two, Um, just because it's easier to get on a roll and to keep the roll.
1: Agreed. But like you were saying on the converse... If your first couple of boxes are really shitty, it's also easier to stay on kind of a shitty run because yes. your head might have dipped into the wrong spot. And all of a sudden now you're like, oh, God damn, come on. No, just finish this. Just, just get me, oh, get me out of here. Get me out of here. Am I getting hooked? Am I getting hooked? You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's rough. Five-man teams event is terrible five boxes at a time. I pulled yep. the league one time. Uh, we just bought the fairway in Natick. Uh, the old Channel 5 house is like Mecca. For candlepins yep. around this yep. way. And we bowled a Monday night league down there, five man team, five boxes at a time. So you throw a good half. And I remember many times sitting 70, 80 in a ball, like on the big boy halves. So you're looking at this like this could be a 60 or a 70 or something. You know? And now you got to sit for like 45 minutes. That is terrible. Anything mm-hmm. over three, four people on a team, like if you got three, you could deal with five at a time and run a good, we have great speed leagues. Our pro league is three speed. three man team.
0: Speed League is, I'm perfectly fine with speed leagues being five, mm-hmm. you know, being five boxes at a time if it's two or three person. Yes. Perfectly fine. That, that, to me, that's, that's, I'm good with that. That's what I'm used to. Yep. That's, I'm good with that. I just think for like the worlds and, you know, your mixed worlds, these types of tournaments, um, marathon tournaments, things like that, mm-hmm. um, I do like two, two boxes at a time.
1: Mm-hmm. So. They both have um, their places, their own niches in yep. the game that matter.
0: Yep. Uh, folks, uh, we are going to wrap it up. Um, as usual, please, uh, questions. We need we need your input. We need your questions. Uh, you can reach us, rippingtherackpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at rippingtherackpodcast. Soon on Instagram. Not on OnlyFans.
1: No OnlyFans.
0: No OnlyFans. No OnlyFans. Uh, Brian, where else can they, uh, where else can they hear us?
2: Oh, they can hear us and put us in their eardrums on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and YouTube, Anchor Breaker, iHeartRadio, and everywhere else they listen to their podcasts.
0: Cool. I don't have a, I don't have a topic for next week, so people, get us with, get, get us, get us, get at us, tell us, uh, we're, we're more than happy to take your, uh, take your requests. Um, uh, have a great week and don't forget, uh, Friday morning, ripping the rack podcast, our fun Friday edition, anything goes, uh, everything other than candle pin bowling. Uh, this week we are talking quotable movies, uh, and that sort of stuff. And then whatever else kind of comes our way, I guess.
1: Um, tells me we start talking about quoting movies. We're going to start going into when we quoted movies and why we mm-hmm. quoted. Oh, hell yeah. It's, it's good. It, you need, you're going to probably need to watch this. This is something that people have been doing in the bowling alley. I, you guys have talked about it. I've done it with the front. Like you just spend an hour and make sure you only do speak in certain movie quotes yep. and, and it can easily be done. This is going to be a fun show to watch. You might want to tune in and check us out. Absolutely. Quoting movies for an hour.
0: And then uh, Brian, you want to plug the old dudes and belts?
2: Uh, Dudes and Belts Wrestling Chatcast every Sunday night on over on twitch.tv slash Drop. Check out me and Marky as we talk about wrestling. we got the lead up to Mania coming up. And then after Mania, we're going to be talking independent
0: wrestling. So come check us out. Cool. Have a great week, guys.